0: Bellinger hammers the ball, it's Bellinger's turn! here. right field, the ball right field, Ronnie coming his red he will score! That ball's hit pretty good, and then the wall, trout leaps up, and he got it! This is the Briggs Baseball Podcast. Okay, so the best team in the National League at forty-one and nineteen, and I have them as the best record in the whole MLB, is the Los Angeles Dodgers. Let's just let's just read their their top players: Mookie Betts, Max Muncie, Justin Turner, Cody Bellinger, Clayton Kershaw, Walker Buehler, Alex Wood, Kenley Jansen, Pedro Baez. Need I say more? I mean, this team is just stacked. The addition of Mookie Betts um, instantly makes them the best team in the league, in my opinion. Uh, You pair two of the best outfielder, two of the top four players in the league, in my opinion, in Mookie Betts and Cody Bellinger. Plus Max Muncie, plus Justin Turner, plus Jack Peterson, Corey Seager's back. The lineup is stacked. And the pitching staff, the loss of David Price could be interesting, but they have too much depth to not be a good rotation. Clayton Kershaw and Walker Buehler as the top two is nasty. They have Arias Wood and Stripling as their next three, which are kind of eh-eh-eh, but um, their bullpen is still good, and I think their bullpen is well-improved. Kenley Jansen as a closer is one of the best in the game. Pedro Baez, Joe Kelly, two good setup men. Joe Kelly keeps on blown games in the playoffs. Don't pitch him in the playoffs. But apart from that, he's been really good. Uh, Blake Trinan could see a bounce back here from him. Caleb Ferguson and Dylan Floro both pitched well last year. Bruce Star in this bullpen. They brought him over in that Mookie Betts mega deal as well. Um, so the Dodgers are just absolutely stacked. They're a super team, and they are the best team in the league. Uh, they will be getting that one seed in the National League, and I just don't see how I can disagree with that. Second seed at 36 and 24, five games behind LA, the National League East champions, Atlanta Braves. Once again, this team has a very good lineup Ronald Acuna Jr., Ozzy Elbies, Marcelo Zuna, Dansby Swanson. Uh, they brought in Puig, um, Max Soroka, Mike Soroka, Max Fried, Mike Fultanevich. Really solid top three, and their bullpen has some players in there that I could see bounce backs from Luke Jackson, Shane Green, Mark Melanson, Chris Martin. Uh, their bullpen wasn't great last year, but I think they're going to get some bounce backs from guys in there, um, bounce back seasons. Uh, talk about Puig real quick. Getting him in is a big addition to this team. Uh, he's a player that they they needed an, a right fielder after Nick Markakis opted out of the season. So that's a good addition uh, for the Braves, in my opinion, and a good chance for Puig because I think he'll get to play every day or most days, in that Braves lineup. I don't think he'll be ready for the beginning of the season, but once he's ready, they've ramped him up enough. Uh, he'll be good to go and probably play a lot. Uh, but Ronald Acuna Jr., I just expect a huge year from him. Um, I think Puig will be like a middle-of-the-order bat. So it's a win-win for, or not a middle-of-the-order bat, but like a, a five-six type bat. It's a win-win for both sides. Um, one of the players the Braves are missing is Freddie Freeman. He... Uh, has COVID, so he's been missing camp. Um, I don't think he's at this point, since he's still not in camp and he's still symptomatic, I don't think he'll be ready for the season. But when he's back, he just adds uh, the best first baseman in the game to uh, the Atlanta Braves lineup. So, yeah, yeah, really good. Uh, The Braves are a really good team. Uh, The only team that's better than them in this National League is the Dodgers, and there's only three teams better than them in the entire MLB. We'll dive into the other two teams in the next predictions episode. The three seed, this is not the third best team in the National League. I'm all on the Reds hype train, baby. I am on the Reds hype train fully. Their lineup, they had the best offseason of any team. Yes, the Garrett Cole addition to the Yankees was was the biggest addition. Mookie Betts to Dodgers, biggest addition. Overall offseason, the Reds made their team better the most. They had the biggest improvement to their team. That's because they brought in Mike Moustakas, Nick Castellanos, Freddy Gelvis, Shogo Akiyama, uh, Trevor Bauer they brought in last year, Wade Miley they brought in this year, uh, Pedro Strope. Just they brought in so many guys, and their lineup is deadly. Akiyama and Vado are two guys that get on base. Akiyama came from Japan. He's a contact hitter. He'll get on base. Votto, he always gets on base. Then you have three big boppers, Suarez, Mustakas, Castellanos. So this, this team is just insane. Like, it's just insane. Um, and I haven't even dived into the best part, which is their starting rotation. Sonny Gray had had the best season for them last year. Luis Castillo had a very, very good season for them last year. Trevor Bauer had a, a very good season for them last year or not very good season for them. He's a very good pitcher that will have a very good season for them this year. in my thoughts bullpen Iglesias, Lorenzen, Garrett, Strope, and Robert Stevenson stacked top of the bullpen. Uh, so I'm all on the Reds hype train. I got them one in the, one in the central. It's a close division. They went by a game or actually they tie with the Cardinals, but I'm giving the uh, advantage to the reds at 33 and 27. Um, you know they're in a small bar po- ballpark which plays with their power. I was watching Reds BP a couple days ago because you know the Orioles uh, don't stream anything from their summer camp stuff, so get some stuff on their Orioles. But I was watching Reds batting practice and, and I was watching Castellanos was hitting, I think Jesse Winker was hitting, and Nick Senzel they are just smoking the ball. I mean, that ballpark is tiny, and with that many hitters, you know, it plays against their pitching too. But I think Luis Castillo as a strikeout guy, big time. Sonny Gray, he's a ground ball pitcher, big time. The only problem, I think, with Trevor Bauer and the reason why he struggled is just because he's a fly ball pitcher that doesn't play well in their ballpark. I'm all on the Reds hype train, baby. They can hit for days. They have three really good pitchers at the top of their rotation. Their bullpen ain't bad either. They are the NL Central champions. Call me crazy now. Come back to me after the season and the Reds are in the NLCS. Probably not. They're not gonna make the NLCS. But um yes. Yes, I'm on the Reds hype train. Uh, uh at number four, this is actually the third best team in the National League. They got the top wild card spot. It's the Nationals, as you could uh think. The loss of Anthony Rondon is big, but I think they brought in some players. Um, that are going to help make up for that loss. And the main one is Eric Thames. Um, he's a player that has a lot of power, and they also brought in Starlin Castro. Their lineup reads Turner, Trey Turner, Adam Eaton, Starlin Castro, Juan Soto, one of the best players in the bigs, Howie Kendrick, Eric Thames, Carter Keyboom, Jan Gomes. They have a really good lineup, uh, but the best part about it is their pitching staff. I mentioned the Mets pitching staff, their rotation Second best rotation in the National League East. It's crazy to think that. But I just love Max Scherzer and Steven Strasburg. Patrick Corbin, that top three is just unhittable. Um, Their bullpen has actually improved. They brought in Will Harris. That's a big-time get for their bullpen, in my opinion. They brought in Ryan Harper, pretty good get. Uh, And they still have Daniel Hudson, who closed out the World Series last year. They have Sean Doolittle. Uh, We talked about Will Harris. Javi Gurria they brought in as well. So they have a really, really good team. They're just a well-rounded team. Uh, The only reason I have them missing out two games behind Atlanta, it's a tough schedule. Um, I actually kind of think they'll start out slow, but eventually they'll be better. Uh, One of the players that's missing from that lineup is Victor Robles. He is not reported from camp. We have no word on him, but I'm assuming that a COVID uh, case has arose there. When he gets back, that just adds their insane hitting or, or fielding. He's got speed, he's got fielding, he's got the arm. So that's that's a pretty good addition when he gets back. The last team I have sneaking into the playoffs at 33-27, tied for the best record in the NL Central, is the St. Louis Cardinals. Got the Reds winning the tiebreaker over the Cardinals. Don't ask me why, I didn't predict every game. Uh, but uh, I think the Cardinals just, they're going to find a way to get in. Uh, Mike Schilt, I think, is one of the better managers in the game. Uh, Colton Wong, Matt Carpenter, Paul Goldschmidt, Paul DeYoung, Yachty Molina, Dexter Fowler. That's a pretty decent top six right there. But I think the reason they'll get in is because of their pitching staff. Jack Flaherty, absolutely insane pitcher. Adam Wainwright, Dakota Hudson. The insane second half that Flaherty had, if he carries it over to the this year, is just going to be nasty. Miles Michaelis and Carlos Martinez, who is back this year. Hopefully he can uh, get going in that starting role. I like Carlos Martinez. Their bullpen's pretty decent, too. They brought in Andrew Miller, pretty good addition there. John Gant is a good pitcher as well at the top of their bullpen. Um, They brought in Quang Hun Kim from Korea. Uh, He's a decent player. Daniel Ponce de Leon, Westfield Heights of Kim. He's got some nasty stuff. Austin Gomber. So I think they're a team that sneaks in. Um, They're a team that can start slow, and Paul Goldschmidt could start slow, which could get interesting. But overall, I just like the team. I think their best hitter this year is going to be Paul DeYoung. I think he's going to have a really good year this year. Started out really good last year, then he cooled off. Uh, This year, he's going to continue it throughout the season. So I have Dodgers as the one seed. They will be awaiting the winner of the Nationals-Cardinals wildcard game in Washington. And then I have the two-seed Atlanta Braves and the three-seed Cincinnati Reds set up for a series. That's my postseason bracket with the National League. We'll go through awards real quick. MVP Acuna Jr., that's going to be a big reason why Atlanta makes the two-seed is Ronald Acuna Jr. Um, I think he's going to have an insane year. 40-40? It could be the best. I mean, mean, not in a 60-game season, but he's a player that can go 40-40. I love watching Acuna Jr. play. Um, So, yeah, I think he's going to be the MVP this year. Cy Young, Walker Bueller. I have Walker Bueller sneaking in there for the Dodgers. With the loss of David Price, it takes a hit to the rotation. I mentioned the good depth, so they'll be fine. But I think Bueller's going to have an extremely good year this year, and he'll make up for the loss of Price. Um, lefty pitcher. Wait, is Bueller a lefty or righty? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Walker Bueller is a, this is bad podcasting, Uh, Walker Buehler's a righty, sorry. I have him winning Cy Young. I think he's going to have a really good year. He's going to get a lot of wins, obviously. He'll keep his ERA low. Rookie of the year, Gavin Lux for the Dodgers? No, 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 no. Carter Keboom from Washington is slated to start at third. He will win rookie of the year. I'm telling you right now, the loss of Anthony Rendon is a hit. But Keboom is going to make up for some of the production. I think he's going to have a really solid season. Getting his first real big opportunity in the major leagues. Keyboom for Rookie of the Year. Um, tell me I'm wrong now. Come back to me at the end of the season when he's holding up that rookie of the year trophy and in the playoffs with Washington. And tell me I'm wrong then. I think Keyboom's gonna have a great season. And you know Gavin Lux is boring. Keyboom is not boring as a player or person, just the prediction of Gavin Lux. So that does it for this one. I'll go through it one more time. 1, Dodgers, 2, Braves, 3, Reds, 4, Nationals, 5, Cardinals. Those are seeding-wise. Record-wise would be Dodgers, Braves, Nationals, Reds, Cardinals. Uh, 6, I'm just missing out on the playoffs, Mets, 7, Brewers, 8, Cubs, 9, Diamondbacks, 10, Phillies, 11, Padres, 12, Rockies, 13, Marlins, 14, Pirates, 15, Giants. Uh, this is a longer episode, so thanks for checking in. Probably going to be just like that. Um for the AL. So thanks for staying till the end. I appreciate it a lot. Uh go follow that Instagram, Briggs underscore baseball underscore podcast. So that you can uh join us on opening night and watch some baseball with us. Because we can't watch it together. So we can do it virtually. Um once again, thanks for listening. I hope you'll follow, subscribe with your favorite podcast platform. We're everywhere. Um Thanks for checking us out. If you're new, that's my NL predictions. We'll do AL predictions next time. Um, Sorry for the longer episode, but thanks for listening all the way through. I'm Aiden Briggs. I'm out.